T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Pete Sweeney. Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney, Pete Sweeney. That's right. It is time to talk to our Chiefs insider from Arrowhead Pride. He's presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book, the official sports book of 610 Sports Radio, as we continue broadcasting live from Rally House in Oak Park and set for the Chiefs and Jags tomorrow. Pete, I heard uh, you didn't want to come out and see us today. I heard you didn't want to even come on the show. You could have come by, said hello to some of your fans, and you said, nope, I'm just going to call into the show today. For the full hour. And then... And then Nick, Nick said that you guys were, were at Oak Park Mall, and I just, I mean, I, I didn't want to have lunch at a food court, and I wanted to maybe go. We're not even else in the mall, man. We're at, we're not even in the mall. You don't even, you wouldn't have even had to have dealt with going to the mall. We're not even there at all. Oh, oh, see, you know that now it becomes a Nick problem. He didn't really relay that to me. So <laughs> I said that, it was by the Oak problem. Park Mall, not in the Oak Park Mall. Oh yeah, then I would be out there. So maybe next time. Next time we'll get it done. That sounds like an excuse. There are a lot of people here, Pete, that would have been excited to meet you. Yeah, no, I get that. But you guys can cover for me, right? And and now you could tell them, hey, you got to come back the, the next time because Pete will definitely be out wherever we are. I just want you to be known that we got we got a very nice handwritten letter about how much they liked the show. And you could have received something similar, Pete, to hang up in your house. And instead, you're just going to be stuck on the phone talking Chiefs like normal. Don't you feel like you're missing out? <laughs> You know, as as you are, are describing how the day is going, I, I do feel a, a sense of FOMO coming on. Uh, and so, I, you know, that's <laughs> something I, I really I really don't enjoy. So uh, if you guys have, have any Chiefs questions, I mean, I would, I mean, I would be happy to move on. At this <laughs> yeah. Stage. Okay, we, we can get there. I mean, what, what are you feeling right now, though, heading into this thing tomorrow? Because I, I think now that we're getting closer to the kickoff, the, the excitement is starting to get up a little bit more than maybe where it was earlier in the week. Because I felt like for much of the week, maybe it's because we're, we're kind of spoiled and we're all looking ahead to an AFC title game matchup. But it didn't feel like there was a ton of juice around the game. But I'm starting to feel that in the last 24 hours or so. Yeah, you know what? I, I would agree. I've seen this thing kind of come full circle. I, I started doing this this stuff in 2014. Uh, that was the one year they, they didn't make the playoffs. And so you went from, you know, flirting with being in the playoffs and then not being in the playoffs to making it every year to almost expecting to go to the AFC title now. And so over the years, you get a little spoiled uh, about this round. And I think it, it, it did lack a little bit of juice. Toward the beginning of the week, I, 
I don't even think Trevor Lawrence intended to be to be talking any smack. I think it was a very unintentional thing that he did, but I I think he lit a little bit of a, a fire under this game by saying the the crowd thing. I tend to think this will indeed be something that is played at Arrowhead Stadium on Saturday, and I think that'll be really firing the fans up at the beginning of the game. And and I I think if you're a Chiefs fan, you hope that the Chiefs can feed off that and, and get an early lead and never look back because they, they are a better football team than the Jacksonville Jaguars, although you have liked how hot the Jags have been at the end here. I know, like, Pete, I understand these comebacks, right? But even Andrew Luck, right? I know people don't want to bring that up, but when he came back on the Chiefs in 2013, they lost the next week by 10, 15 points. Like, it, you can't just keep living life that way. They were the less talented team in the last matchup. They just happened to make an incredible comeback in order to win it. Now... This isn't even like the Andrew Luck-Alex Smith argument, which has been like, well, maybe they had the better quarterback. That's not the case with Trevor Lawrence and Patrick Mahomes. And the biggest thing I can't get away from is they can't stop the pass, Pete. How are they going to stop the Chiefs passing attack? They're bad against tight ends, and they're bad against quarterbacks. That feels like a really bad combination against the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the Chiefs are, are certainly the, the more talented team. And I I think you're right. I, I also you know find that, this is a, a game where you're going to see Kadarius Tony really start to emerge because of the injury. I think we were in a way not able to see what Tony is going to truly mean for this offense, both now and in the future. And you're starting to get hints of it, right? You hear the, the Lewis Riddick comment about how high Brett Beach is. You're seeing it. You're seeing that, that production. And, Tony may be a guy that when healthy is actually going to be this first rounder and, and in a sense really threatened by taking the top off of, of a defense. And, and what did that mean for Travis Kelsey when Tyreek Hill was here? And, and I, I know that we're all trying to look at Tony individually, but if he can really establish himself as someone the defense needs to pay attention to, that's going to open up Kelsey again. And then you have Juju, you have MBS, you have what they're doing with Jarek McKinnon. Even Ronald Jones has looked good in recent weeks. I never yeah. thought we'd be saying, that name and so I, I like the complete package the Chiefs are working with I think it will be too much for the Jacksonville Jaguars I don't think that they should take the Jaguars offense lightly because they are dealing with some rookies this is going to be their their first taste of playoff football a great man Dave Merritt once said you're not going to know what strawberries taste like unless you taste them strawberries this week he, he said that and so I think there'll be some growing pains at the beginning of this game, and, and if the, the Chiefs' defense can settle in, you know, I think you look for the Chiefs to take control in, in the third quarter. I still, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I still have trouble seeing the Chiefs covering that eight and a half, nine points, but I, I do see them winning what is a, a hard fought battle at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, I'm with you, Pete, on the spread as we're, we're talking to Pete Sweeney, our Chiefs insider from Arrowhead Pride. What about Chris Jones in this postseason? Because we all know career year for him, 15 and a half sacks. He was asked yesterday uh, again about uh, getting that first playoff. I think it was you, Pete, as a matter of fact, about that first playoff sack. Uh, it has to be so annoying for him, right, to, to have that continually out there. Is this, is this the game? Because I feel like it is. Is this the game finally where we can stop having to bring up that he doesn't have a playoff sack in his career? Well, you're right. It was me. And, and I can confirm in a roundabout way that Chris Jones told me to shut the hell up. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> he, did. he did. Maybe not as harshly where, as you told Carrington one time on social media, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't blame him for that. I mean, he's just so productive in the, in the regular season. But it is a little peculiar, right, to see the 10 games of 10 some odd games of, of playoff experience and to not have 
have gotten home. But you could tell. I mean, it's something that he knew. I didn't. I didn't have to remind him apparently. And I, I think <laughs> it is one of those things where, when once he gets home to to the the quarterback, I, you know, I, I think you can see him like having a two and a half sack game. But I I, I do think there may be a little bit of, of pressing to to get that initial sack just because. After a while, it does become a thing, right? We're always looking for storylines surrounding this game, and, and it's, it's certainly noticeable. Uh, but, but you tend to think, okay, he's always been able to affect the quarterback. Uh, he just needs to get there. And I, I think he remembers not only you know, some of the things we were talking about on Friday, or Thursday, I should say, but also that AFC title game where he came very close to, to getting Joe Burrow. And, and should he have gotten them? I mean, who knows how that game turned out, right? We're playing the hypothetical game, but... I think you're in for what should be sack-wise the most productive playoffs of Jones's career because I, I just don't think he's ever been playing better football than he is right now, and that's for a lot of reasons, both what he did in the offseason to be ready for this opportunity, and then I, I think he's just been so high on Joe Cullen and, and what Cullen asked of him and put, putting him in, in the, the right position to, to excel. And as you see the, the rest of the defensive line get better, the Danas, the Clark playing well, Carl Loftus, I mean, it's going to open things up for Jones in addition. Will what he does this postseason determine the number the Chiefs are willing to go to this offseason? No, I, I think that's set, right? Like, at this stage, you kind of know what, what you want to, to offer Chris Jones. It, it'll be very interesting with Jones. The, uh, he, he played himself from what I thought might have been a, a cut next year just because of the number to a really hard decision on, on what you do with him because I, I don't think you could say goodbye to him anymore. I mean, I, you know, you, you, it was one of those players where maybe you, you, you see the Chiefs, again, this was ahead of the season. You were, you were trying to think ahead. Maybe they do one of these things that we were used to seeing the New England Patriots do for all those years where you turn around and you're like, the Patriots cut that guy? He was so productive. And then they're back <laughs> in the Super Bowl, right, because you need to find a way to, to – divide that money up and, and spend it in, in other resources. But I think with Chris Jones playing to, and some people would argue Aaron Donald, I would say, you know, borderline Aaron Donald production. It's just hard to find that type of player elsewhere. But the, the truth is you never know. Uh, and, and this is a GM who said to himself, I know that we can't ever find someone like Tyree kill, but guess what? We're going to get five draft picks for him. We're going to save that money, and we're still going to be the number one offense in the league. So unless your name is Patrick Mahomes, you know, I, I think the Chiefs can go in any direction. I tend to think they would want to retain Jones and, and lock him up for three or four years, but could be another, another negotiation like you saw with Orlando Brown and, and Jones the last time. We know the Chiefs have to take care of business uh, tomorrow against Jacksonville. We, you, you mentioned you know, kind of Joe Burrow a little bit earlier, but – the possibility of playing neutral site versus Buffalo or getting another home game against Cincinnati. At this point, this is your last, last chance, I guess. Where are you at? Which would you rather have if you are the Kansas City Chiefs? I feel really strongly about the Bengals. I, I, I do. I, I know they're going into Buffalo. I just think they have the better offense and the more trustworthy quarterback in a big spot. I, I think if, if you're in Kansas City and you've sent your money to Ticketmaster and booked your Southwest tickets, <laughs> you might want to figure out how to – how to, you know, spend those miles elsewhere. I feel that strongly about the Bengals winning this game. I mean, I, I do think the Chiefs will hold on in a tough battle, and I think it's going to be another tough battle on Sunday. feels like a coin flip, and in the coin flip situation, I'm going to go with the quarterback I trust more right now. Like, maybe Josh Allen is more talented. He just has not played 
up to the level that we've seen in the past from him toward the end of the season, right? I mean, they almost lost that game to the Miami Dolphins before the whole DeMar Hamlin situation. They probably lose on Monday night football mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. We'll never know. And I, I'm not just, you know, I can't just fully assume yeah. that, but they were not looking great. And I, I just think it's been a whole thing where, you know, they're leaning into this team of destiny. I don't blame them. You take any motivation that you can, but at the end of the day, this is, going to be two elite teams in the the AFC I also think it, it's the game of the year again I mean this is a can't miss game I, I'm obviously going to be covering Chiefs and Jags but this will be the, the game of the year and until what we believe to be the Chiefs playing one of these teams next week and in those types of situations it can go anyway so I'll, I'll go with the quarterback I trust more right now and that's Joe Burrow. Pete Twinney, he's the guy we trust, our Chiefs insider, even if he didn't come out and visit us at Rally House. We always appreciate Pete coming on the show. And uh, next time we're on remote we, uh, and we're doing a hit with you on a Friday, we, you know, we kind of expect you to you know, come by and say hello. Rally House probably has, has that, that good KU gear, and I know my guy Cody is going to be leaving with some <laughs> kind of brew-up situation going on. That I can guarantee yeah, there you go. I haven't seen Cody go for the UMKC gear yet. I haven't seen that. I'm you know, sure they've got some. I'm, I'm sure. sure they do. Absolutely. They got everything here at Rally House in Oak Park. Of course, we'll get to the rest of the, the NFL action in just a little bit. But we mentioned we've got some gift cards to give away throughout the show. We've got some $10 gift cards. We have some special $50 gift cards as well. Those are going to take some work. Those are going to take some work. You can come on out here. It's going to require you to maybe sing a little bit on the air. We have one individual who said he would step up to the plate. He's got to. Ha- he's going to have to sing the Rally House jingle. That's the one you're going Actually with. Actually, sing it. He can't you sing it. No, like, but no, like half-assing it. Like, sort of, like, just like half singing, half saying. Like, I want you to sing it as if you're okay. auditioning to be the official singer songwriter for Rally House. Okay, so let's get it. Let's get a microphone on. Uh, he's been here since I don't know, like nine thirty, nine forty-five or so. Uh, big fan of the show. What's, what's your first name again? Uh, Robert. Robert. Okay, we'll move that microphone down a little bit, Robert. All right, so a $50 gift card is on the line. I, I'm assuming you you know the jingle pretty well if you're this confident in, in singing it. I thought we were going to do the Whopper jingle. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, oh no. He thought, he was, he thought he had like the Whopper. I like it. Nick, it's a challenge. T- Nick, what do you think? Should we let him do the Whopper did jingle? Did you tell him it was the Whopper the jingle, or did he just no, assume? We just, I, think, I think at the beginning yeah. of the show we teased that it could be the Whopper jingle mm-hmm. or Pass Quintino or – the Rally House jingle. Well, if he doesn't know the house. words to the Rally House jingle, it would kind of be pointless, right? Well, but if he gets pretty close, I think yeah. we still give him the gift card. No, 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 pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Handing you out participation us, trophies out there, Wilkie? Fine, let's, well, let's just let him do the Whopper one. Okay. We'll ask the next person okay. to do the Rally right. House Whopper, jingle. Whopper jingle here. Again, and, though, uh, really we'll sing the Rally it. House. Okay, whenever you're ready, you can say, Robert, go for it. Whopper, 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 Junior Double, Triple Whopper, Flame Grill Taste with Perfect Toppers, I want this day. Lettuce, mayo, pickle, ketchup, it's okay if I don't want that impossible bow out bacon Whopper in Whopper (laughs) my way. You rule your season today at BK, have it your way. (laughs) <laughs> all right, that's good enough. All right, Robert, there we all go. Right. There we go. I'm saying, we appreciate you coming on the show, coming out here. Here you go. Hey, you guys are awesome. And uh, Miss Pete Sweeney, yeah. she was out here. Yeah, I know, right? Isn't that ridiculous? Very disappointed. We're all him. disappointed that he didn't stop by. Appreciate it. That's Robert uh, here Cody. at Rally House in Oak Park. Yes. Why did you, why did the second he got done, the first words that came out of your mouth was, that's good enough. <laughs> the, dude, the dude belted out. He put his heart on the line there. He, he knew did. every word to that song. He even got a little falsetto, you know, when he's like, 
BK. Yeah, and then you hit him with a <laughs> you hit him with a good enough. I was just I was impressed. I was impressed. He comes on the radio. There's a people watching him saying it's, it's, it's a nerve-wracking situation. It's even more nerve-wracking than if he called in because he's got people around Rally House watching him do it at the time. If you're at your home and you're in your car, maybe something like that's one thing. Right. But he did it out in public. So there you go. That's that's what it takes uh, to get a little bit more than just the ten dollars. So what card. do we say? Twelve thirty. Someone get here and sing the Rally House theme song. Uh huh. They, they sing the jingle. They well, get fifty bucks. That's right. That sound good. Twelve thirty. Will you do a duet with someone? I will not. I will not do it. I, well, you just no. saw firsthand what courage looks like, and that does not inspire you at all. <laughs> nope, it did not. Not whatsoever. Just one time. No, no. it's not even like real karaoke. It's just Come on, on, man. One time. No, I'm not gonna. I, I don't have all the words memorized either. I'll give so. you one of those fifty dollar rounds. No, I don't around. think that's allowed either. That's not allowed. I appreciate the effort, though. Appreciate it. Nobody said that it wasn't allowed. We just said they did. They no, didn't give us any I rules. Yeah, I mean that's usually. Yeah, I can't. I can't win, man. That doesn't work. I'm offering you a prize for our listeners. I'll just go buy one and then give it's it to you. You're gonna. You're gonna buy. You're gonna buy a fifty dollar gift card for me. If you sing on the uh, air. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I will. You know my. You know that offer's not good enough. I have turned <laughs> down five hundred dollars cash at karaoke before. So you know I'm not doing it for Do fifty dollars. I'm not. I'm not. Nick, I think you might hate money. You think gold hates money? Yes, <laughs> I think it's possible. $500? It's so weird. It is actually really weird. Just like the weird lines that you draw in the sand, gold. I think it's pretty straightforward. But, uh, no, no, it's, it's, no, it's straightforward, it but it's, it's still weird that you wouldn't sing, you wouldn't embarrass yourself a little bit for 500 bucks. No, wouldn't do it. How it's much? It's so easy to embarrass yourself for Yeah, is it a pride thing? Like you well, at this point now, I'm dug my heels in. Yeah, yeah, that's what it really is. Stubborn. At this point, at this point, that's at this point, that's what it are is. Are you known to be stubborn um, amongst your family members? No, not at all. Are you, you known sure? to be fa- yeah. Are you known to be stubborn amongst your coworkers, specifically the people who do the radio show with you? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, this no. thing is not good in your reputation. That your unwillingness to bend on yeah. this yeah. feels very stubborn. Well, yeah. again, like some of you know, Nick. I, I'm waiting for your your song and for you to sing on the air as well. I'm waiting. For that. I would, but here's the thing: now all, people don't want to hear me sing; they just want to hear you sing because you're so opposed to it. That's right, and we'll drag it out for quite yeah, some time. Not, it doesn't have as much juice as Nick doing. We'll, it. we'll drag it out for quite some time. I think we've Nick already dragged it out for times. quite some time. You know, <laughs> long enough. I agree. Let's get to the trash of the day. Trash of the day. All right, trash of the day. This one actually ties into the NFL a little bit. Have you guys seen the rumor around Josh McDaniels and why, what, a couple years ago, I guess it's been at this point in time at least, while maybe he didn't take that Indianapolis Colts job? Remember, he was about to take the Colts job, then something happened, backed out. There's a rumor from Dan Dockage. Now, so take it with, you know, take it with a grain of salt there. Okay. But Dan Dockage. Yeah, I mean, just like the biggest grain of salt. Yeah, he, he tweeted out that, Basically, a, a source told him recently. Now, why is it all of a sudden coming out? I don't know. I know the Colts have a job opening, but it's not like McDaniels is a free agent or anything like that. No. But Dan Dockage sent out a tweet and and mentioned that a source had told him about the in-home visit that Jim Ursay was having with McDaniels during the time of his you know, potential hiring, right? And they had gone through and laid out the scenario in that uh, there seemingly was a little bit of a, a long bathroom trip during that for Jim Ursay during – that interview process, at least when they were at the And then his wife took offense and said that he can't take the job Mm -hmm. because of how long Jim Irsay was in the bathroom? Correct. 
Okay. So now there's all this speculation on what exactly was going on in the. Probably just using the bathroom. What do you mean? Like people can't. How long is a long time though? You know. He wasn't up What would you deem a long time? If someone came over to your house, small group of people, what's too long or long enough that you're uncomfortable? If you, if I'm at your house and I'm in the restroom and I'm gone for more than 10 minutes, it starts getting to questionable <laughs> 10 behavior. 10 minutes is a long time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if he's in a 10 Here's minutes. Here's the quote. It says, Dan Dogs is reporting that McDaniel's wife made him pull the plug after having Ursay in their home in Massachusetts observing his odd behavior, behavior that included being in the McDaniel's family bathroom for a very long and awkward period of time. Now, I don't know if I believe <laughs> that that's exactly why he ended up not taking the Indianapolis Colts job. I find that hard to believe. But if you're in there for more than 10 minutes, man, it's, it is awkward. It is, it, is, it is bad. People have to use the restroom. They're supposed to control ten plus minutes the circumstance? Somebody, ten plus minutes in somebody else's house. Nick, have you ever spent ten minutes in someone's house in the restroom? <laughs> Crickets. Nick's not even answering the question Is anymore. he eating? Do you Nick, think Nick is eating I don't know. Right we, don't, we don't have a camera on Nick, so we don't know if Nick's eating, and that's why he's not that's actually That is actually HIPAA. Did you, <laughs> were you eating? It doesn't matter because whether I was eating or not eating, you won't be able to prove it or disprove I, it, so let's just move on. I think this is something Nick can relate to, though, as someone that but it's you know, not has to talk openly on air about him and his relationship. And do you actually think it was a stomach problem, or do you think there was something that you know Jim Irsay's been? Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't poop shame past. people. So, do you think it was something else? Do you think it was what you claim Sean McVay does? Do I think that Jim Irsay went to the bathroom of Josh McDaniels to huff a line of cocaine? No. Okay, I, I think that he was probably, I think he was probably uh, relieving himself. He's pooping, dude. Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> I don't understand why they're making, like, it should it should speak and to And Dan Dockage is an absolute bum, so who cares? This guy's a joke. Wow, really? You're just going to call that guy a bum? Dude, he is a bum. You know he's a bum. He got fired from his job because he's such a jackass. He, he's unemployed. He's looking for relevancy. Do so you think he made the whole thing up? Yes, I think he made the whole thing up. And it wouldn't be the first time he's done it in his career. And it's such a weird thing to say that happened. It'd be a weird thing to deny at this point. Like, if, if Ursa had been, like, years ago, he'd be like, no, I wasn't doing anything weird. I was in there for, like, two minutes, like any normal person. Text line 913-586-7610. A lot of thoughts on this. Someone says, from the 785, 10 minutes is nothing. 30, then we have problems. I agree. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. At someone else's house? 10 minutes That's is a ludicrous wait, amount of time. Have you guys never taken a 10-minute 10 minute, 10 minute dump? Not at somebody else's house. But it's not if, if you can't help it, then you can't help it, dude. If you're sick, well, you if gotta you're call sick it or go back. Yeah, yeah. No, you gotta call it and go yeah. back, man. You can't be spending you're three a, minutes. You're in an old billionaire. You don't really care what anybody thinks so you're about saying you. If we were, if you were at a potential your, your future boss's house for a job interview, you would stay in the bathroom for thirty minutes. Okay, you guys, have you guys never had like digestive issues? It's not a choice. You go, you don't just get to call it. Well, you can't you just can go, ask, you, you can't, can't go back to the eat, table and prairie dog it for three hours. <laughs> I mean, I think that's actually the move. You got to microdose. I it. think that's the move. You got to keep going back to the restroom. Oh, that's worse. Oh, you know how I was just in the bathroom for ten minutes? <laughs> I'm gonna go back worse. for ten more minutes. Actually, I don't think it's worse. I think actually, if you went and said, "Hey, I got to go again," then at least he knows that clearly you're. Ha- then you can apologize, and it's actually easy. Versus gone for a half hour is way worse. I feel like if you go and then you you come back and then. Twenty minutes later, you got to go again. Then they know, obviously, you're you're clearly having some. And you problems. could drink to like make it seem like, oh, you know, I, small bladder, and then whatever. You get, then right? you get out of there. Then you get out of there. You're wrong here. It is way less weird to go 
it'd be less weird to go every ten minutes than be gone for thirty. You guys, thirty is you a ridiculous guys, amount of time. I don't, I don't want it. I'm not taking bowel movement advice from you two. Because <laughs> why? Because we don't have the bubble guts all the time, like you. Yeah, because, yeah, because you're not you're not battle tested. You don't even know what it's <laughs> not like. Battle tested. You guys <laughs> are. Tested. You guys are. You guys. This is like the equivalent of when you guys are like trying to break down offensive line play. Like you don't know what you're talking about. You've never been in the trenches. <laughs> I have. Uh, I know what it's like on the battlefield. From the eight one six, someone says they have IBS in it. They. They took. They were gone for thirty minutes. First date with their girlfriend as he met his parents. His girlfriend's parents. I, I do. Been there. That's, that's Are you guys been still there. together? Yeah, that's a good question. Are you guys still together? That's a fair question. Did, been. Did I dude. I've totally been on? there. Okay. That is the trash of the day. Up next, we get right back into the Chiefs as we continue broadcasting live from Rally House in Overland Park. Getting set for this Chiefs game tomorrow. Get your cold weather gear. There's a chance of snow, maybe some rain during the game. No better place to get. Ready to go for the Chiefs game, then Rally House in Overland Park. But up next, the blueprint that might exist for Jacksonville. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gant Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gant Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Subscribe and download all new episodes of Nick's Waving in the Week podcast, released every Thursday on the 435 Podcast Network and the Odyssey app. Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold, every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Half Hour brought to you by Greenway Ford. It's a new day, a new way at the all-new Greenway Ford, and we are at Rally House in Overland Park, the Oak Park location right around 95th in Quivira getting set for the Chiefs and the Jags. Reminder, coming up in the 1 o'clock hour today, we will be commercial-free for the entire 1 o'clock hour. I don't know if we've ever done that before, by the way, for a full hour on this show. Maybe uh, the, the Super Bowl parade. Maybe the Super Bowl Yeah, we were commercial-free for a while for the for Super Bowl parade. For four hours. I, I think. think that's the exception. Otherwise, we don't really go commercial-free except for special occasions. Certainly it is. Playoffs tomorrow begin for Kansas City. And in the entire 1 o'clock hour, MJ Melendez, Michael Massey are going to sit down with us. They're going to co-host the entire 1 o'clock hour. We got both their jerseys already here ready to go. I understand. I think we'll be giving those away some form or fashion as well. Maybe we can get them to autograph. I think that's a safe bet. We can probably get them I mean, to I don't sign have a marker, but I don't uh, feel I'm like pretty sure we hard. can get one of those. I'm pretty sure the folks at Rally House have that. So uh, really looking forward to having them join us uh, coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. And obviously, we're all fired up for tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be awesome. Man. I, th- I mentioned with Pete, I think the closer we get to kick off, of course, you get it's more good, excited. good because there was no juice earlier in the week he's right no there, there wasn't and I think the Trevor Lawrence comment in a small way even if you think okay whatever that does help right I mean that it does any any bit of soundbite that fans can grab onto when someone's taking a slight shot about your crowd noise your fans or whatever even if you think you really didn't mean anything by it fans will grab gravitate towards that immediately and use that and I think you know, if Pete said he thinks they're going to play that clip at Arrowhead right before the game starts, it'll be up on the Jumbotron and Arrowvision. Like, that's going to be really cool, and, we'll, of course, the crowd will be ready to roll. Well, it's like you used to have a little bit of that with Jacksonville, funny enough, because Jalen Ramsey called him a punt returner. Tyreek, yeah. Called Tyreek a punt returner, but that's been a long time ago now. And and honestly, I get I get the Chiefs fans are where they are because as much as people try to be like, hey, they can't look ahead, and it's like, no, man, I, I'm looking towards <laughs> Cincinnati and Buffalo. <laughs> I understand what happens. If we get to the show on Monday, you'll be like, you guys spend way too much time talking about the opponent they might play versus the game that's going to happen this weekend. I understand that notion, but it's I have a hard time envisioning a way 
where Jacksonville beats the Chiefs that doesn't include multiple ways they beat themselves. Butker keeps missing kicks. By the way, they have the lowest amount of the, – the, the highest negative addition to their team through the kicking game this year out of anyone in the NFL. So that's not way out of the question. They give the ball away. That's not way out of the question. But it's going to take a couple of those things compounded in order to be a problem. The last time against Jacksonville, they lost a turnover differential 3-0, to zero, and they handed, handled them pretty easily. So it's just like I, I feel like the only pathway for Jacksonville is for Kansas City to do a lot of things wrong. And in the postseason, that's not what Patrick Mahomes does very often. He's almost nearly perfect in those games. Well, you have that, and then we have the every year in the regular season, and then when you get the one seed, you get the bye. We talk about Andy Reid after a bye. You have that impact, too. And the success, this goes back to his Philly days, as we know. Certainly it works in Kansas City. Go back to his Philly days, Andy Reid after a bye week, and that extra week to prepare. Mahomes' record in the divisional round. The reason why they keep going to the AFC title game. That, that's why we call it the AFC uh, and Arrowhead Invitational, the AFC title game, now the Arrowhead Invitational, because the divisional round, as spoiled as we have become here, you're like, oh, yeah, of course they're going to win. Like, that's, that's, that's a gimme. That's the fan mentality, and that's fine. Uh, the, the players, of course, are going to be locked in and focused and respect the, the Jags. The fact that the Jags, by the way, came back the way they did against the Chargers actually, I think, helps with that focus as well. Taking like, them serious. Hey, man, yeah. like, even if you're the Chiefs and you jump out to a 10 nothing lead in the first quarter, uh, that doesn't mean anything. If you're Jacksonville, you're still confident. Now, Coming back against Kansas City is tougher to do than against the Chargers. But still, from the mindset, the, the Jags are not going to be defeated and deflated just because they're down 10 nothing, right? We, they were just down 27 nothing. So that's the, that's the one advantage at all that I think the Jags would have. They don't have anything if you go quarterback, running back, wide. You go all the way across the board. I like their the coach board. a lot. I like their quarterback a lot. But I like Kansas City's but, coach and quarterback better. But the confidence uh, that Jacksonville have is probably their, their best asset that they have going in. Tons of confidence off of the win against Jacksonville. Yeah, and playing free. Yeah, no pressure. Like for the them. Chiefs don't. Like if the Chiefs lose this, it will have been four straight years of win the Super Bowl, lose the Super Bowl, losing the AFC title game, and losing the divisional round to a clearly inferior opponent. And in Kansas City with Mahomes and Reed, then we have to question: like, is what you're doing right now the right strategy, or is this a slight dip? to the upswing back at the beginning like we maybe would have thought at the beginning of the year because those will be fair questions if they lose this game on Saturday because that like that's a that's a bad trajectory you were going to now I get it you can't it can't be go to the Super Bowl go to the Super Bowl go to the Super Bowl that can't be every year most teams don't do that they get to their third and five years that's a that's a hell of a run right a three and four years like that that's not supposed to even be possible in in most circumstances but I just, I don't know, I look at Jacksonville, and it's, again, the team, I'm sure, takes them serious. I find myself saying, what area are they definitively better than the Chiefs? Even pass rush is not the answer. Most teams would have had that advantage over Kansas City for the years. The secondary, not the answer. So it's like it's hard to find areas where Kansas City might be weaker against other opponents because of an entire, like, young secondary. But it's not Jacksonville. Juju Smith-Schuster, the last time they played Jacksonville, Uh, Got knocked out of the game, as we know, really scary hit, suffered the concussion, took him out a couple weeks. Uh, He was asked yesterday, even, we we played some of that audio, he was asked about, you know, like the mindset going into this one, and he just said, you know, there's a really physical defense. Mahomes kind of echoed that, and Mahomes even tried to say, well, I just got to put my wide receivers in in a better spot. I think deep down like that, not that they're going, nobody's going to be trying to, to hurt anybody in this game, but I do think that in terms of the physical nature of the game, like I think they'll be a little bit maybe more prepared for that with the Jags secondary. Like I do think if you're Juju, maybe you, maybe you are protecting your body a little bit more than you did the last time out. I, thank goodness we've now been 
two-plus months removed from that game. It'd be one thing if this happened in Week 17 and you were playing them again three weeks later. I sure. think that would cause some more issues. Juju's fortunately been back in multiple games since that. So, like, the, the, the psyche of, like, hey, going across the middle of the field with Andre Sisco there or whatever, like, I don't think that's probably in the back of his mind as much as it would be if he hadn't already been playing again and coming back in action the way he has. Yeah, it'd be a little different, I guess, if there was some time spread out. But there's not, so it's fine. By the way, the text line may never recover, Nick. The entire text line is talking about their Bowel stomach movements. issues. Yeah, and stomach issues. It's, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's not a good place right now. It's not a good place. A lot of people defending Nick, though. Yeah, there was a weird amount of support for you, Nick. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't expecting this many people to say it's okay to go to someone's house and be gone in the bathroom for 30 minutes. He's eating again. He's clearly eating again. Mm-hmm. I thought you waited till what's trending. He usually waits till noon. I know, but, but like you today. guys aren't in studio today, so it's easier. So you're cheating. Well, it's not cheating. Will you fin- if we don't talk to you for 20 minutes, will you finish your lunch so that we want to talk to you? We can. I am eating. I'm like eating like a horse today. Like I've just been grazing since 8 a.m. Are you eating horse today? Because we know that you've no, done that. No, but I'm like I'm like literally catching my breath. I'm eating so much. <laughs> I stopped at the dude, like I've been. I was thinking about this all night last night. I stopped at the grocery store on my way into work today and just got like a bag full of food that I could just eat for four hours. Some of the, uh, some of the nice listeners here offered to bring us lunch. We, we, you know, we politely declined. Why did you decline? it was a generous offer. Well, I didn't feel like we're on the air for a majority of it. It's hard enough to eat in like six, seven-minute windows maybe anyway, and I, yeah, I didn't want to make a listener pay for our lunch. You could have just gave him you cash. You think we should have said Yes. I could have given him. I guess. I'm yeah, I will. I dude, I will eat at any time of the day. There's never a time when I'm when I'm like, oh, I'm not hungry. You're a snacker. You're a big snacker. A reminder coming up in the uh, the noon hour. If you come by Rally House in Oak Park and, and are willing, are willing to sing the Rally House jingle and give a strong effort towards it, you can get a fifty dollar gift card. The first person that does that right around twelve thirty or so here on Cody and Gold. But we are talking some Chiefs football and. I think when we looked at this season and we've talked a ton about Chris Jones and what's on the line for him, I mean, it wasn't a contract year per se, but essentially it was, right? He's under contract next year, but we all know he's not playing under the final year of that contract. He's getting a new deal either with Kansas City or they're going to have to move on and and trade him somewhere else. There's a bunch of other guys that are in position to do that as well, but ESPN actually listed out 14 or 20 players in the league that they said uh, for these NFL playoffs uh, could potentially – earn themselves some more money with breakout performances in the playoffs and also who have already earned themselves more money with breakout performances. And, and the Chiefs have a couple of them. I wasn't expecting – so maybe this tells us that, for the most part, the contract year didn't burn the Chiefs too bad this year. Now we understand Chris Jones technically has a year left on his deal, but we know that it's pretty much a contract year where they're going to have to give him an extension or you know they're not likely to just ride out the $35 million cap hit to keep him. The two guys they list are Andrew Wiley and Jarek McKinnon. And I thought to myself, like, one, I, I still think Jarek McKinnon's going to get less than $4 million for a one-year deal. And Andrew Wiley? Is Andrew Wiley a hot commodity well, he's for the a right Chiefs? Tack- he's, a, he's, you know, he's started all year at right tackle. You know, there's, if you are, for a Super Bowl for, contending team. Yeah, if you're for the number one offense in football. But he came back to Kansas City in a one-year deal last year. But last year, if I'm not, I don't think he played. Did he start every game at right tackle no, last year? No, he only year? came in, That's why. in certain circumstances. And, and look, they're not saying he's going to get a huge contract, but someone will give him a, I think someone would give him a multi-year deal. And I don't know if the Chiefs will be willing to do that. Like, who else, like shouldn't, shouldn't this list be Juju Smith-Schuster? Did he not? Because part of me thinks he's going to get his contract not because, like, 
he outperformed it and here comes the big check. I feel like he's going to get it because there's no wide receivers. I actually kind of – the Wiley one makes sense. People have a hard time finding tackles. Is this a bigger loss than I'm giving it credit for? Well, one of the questions in the offseason is going to be they might have to figure out both left tackle and right tackle. I mean, I think that's a real possibility for the Chiefs in the offseason. We know the Orlando Brown scenarios involve a new contract or a trade, another franchise tag in a trade. Like, those are all options for Orlando Brown Jr., but there's a chance that they could have a problem at left and right tackle, which is why – I don't think it's this crazy scenario where Orlando Brown Jr. is still back with the Chiefs next year because are you really trying to replace your left and a right tackle? In a perfect world, you would have – Couldn't you just bring Wiley back? He's way cheaper. If Again, if you're Andrew Wiley, though, and there's a multi-year contract would out you, there, Why don't you give him a multi-year deal? We'll it's find, not going to cost that much, right? Again, it depends on what kind of money they're going to give to Orlando Brown Jr. It depends on the kind of money that they might have to hand out to Chris Jones like to figure out where their cap is at. And why is it if they trade it, if they And if they trade anybody, Cody, what kind of draft capital do they get? Do they feel confident they can right, – they're not going to find maybe a, a franchise left tackle no. in the first round, but do they think they can find a, a good enough rookie right tackle? Because to me, I, I don't want a rookie left tackle starting with Patrick Mahomes in my quarterback. Unless it's nope. Tristan Wirfs. Yeah. Well, Fine. You yeah, know, if, he's, t- if he's in the top the, 15 in the first round, then sure. Yeah, then the, I do. You get the best left tackle in, in in the draft. That's a different that's a different story. But they're not getting the, they're not going to be able to draft the best left tackle most likely in the not draft. Unless they're trading up. Yeah, which I guess is always a possibility. Well, they do have 10 picks again this year. I think yeah, that's as important you, to know. As you pointed out, they're all, you know, they're Well, like four of them are in the 7th round, but they do have many other picks. Yeah, I mean like what you trade four 7th round picks and, and move up to what? They got the a couple of thirds round, because of the polls hiring. They've got a first, a second, a pair of thirds, I think a pair of fourths. So I mean, it's not like they don't have some ammunition to move up. Move up into the top 15, that's probably a little more of a challenge. But move up at all, that's not crazy. Well, this is where Eric Bieniemy, if you know, if you were, you know, if he if he was going to ever get a head coaching gig, we've talked a lot about the compensation that you would get, and it doesn't seem like this is going to be an off season where he's going to get a head coaching gig. So you're not going to pick up any extra third round picks, right? It's a third round comp pick, basically. Yeah, I yes, you would get that obviously if you were given that opportunity. It looks like the 49ers are probably going to get one for D'Amico Ryan's based on the way his interview process has gone. But I, I, I was the, – the two that were like, man, no Juju and no Sneed. Sneed should have taught you the lesson anyway. He has played like a number – a capable number one corner, and we saw what Charvarius Ward got. They're going to have to decide again this year, do they want to pay a solid one corner, not, not Sauce Gardner, right? He's certainly not that. Not <laughs> but, you know, a solid number one corner. Do you want to pay him Charvarius Ward money, or do you want to just keep going down this, eh, We'll just keep drafting rookies. It'll be Trent McDuffie and Joshua Williams and Jalen Watson next year. Because if you re-sign LeJarrius Sneed, then you don't even have to draft a corner. You can just stick with what you have. I think for the first time we will see in the Brett Veach era, era them give a multi-year extension to a homegrown cornerback. You sure? I do believe that's going to happen. They finally drafted one in the first round. I understand. So that was against yeah, protocol. Yeah, I, I do believe they'll be able to do that because here's the here's the luxury you have. While you have tough decisions to make, and you you, you know if you're going to keep Chris Jones, you're going to have to pay up big, big, big time. Uh, their linebackers are on rookie deals. They don't have to pay either one of those guys right now. Uh, you you mentioned uh, what else the secondary looks like in terms of youth. Justin Reed's really the only guy they're paying. I don't know if they're going to bring back Juan Thornhill. We'll see. Uh, and then I on, think so. on I your think defensive line. Uh, on your defensive line, Chris Jones is going to be the big one, uh, but Karloftis is a rookie deal. I don't think Colin Saunders will be back because I think he's going to cost too much. Dana's got a year left on his deal. Dana's got a year left. Frank Clark is probably out the picture. Uh, so they have guys, they have to fill those spots. But my point is, I don't think they're really, if you look at the, the multi year extensions, at that point, the only guys on multi year deals would be that are not rookies would be Chris Jones, Legereus Sneed, and Justin Reed. Everybody else would be on their rookie deal. Great. 
Well, then just keep it that way and pay other so, players. Pay so a wide receiver. What I'm saying is, like, I think they Don't can. Have, I think they right. can pay Legarius Sneed the contract that it would take to get it to get it done. Or you start working ahead on some of the deals you know you'll have to do eventually. Like I, I and in the NFL it doesn't normally work that way. Nobody has switched yeah. to the baseball model, which after like two years you start paying someone. You always wait until there's one year left on their rookie well, it's deal. Because the there's no guarantee. The reason why you don't do that also is in baseball, we all know that you get the fully guaranteed contracts. Uh, whereas yeah. in the NFL, that just doesn't happen unless you're the Browns and you're idiots and you give that kind of deal to Deshaun Watson. Is there going to be? Because that's reportedly still part of the hangup in the Lamar Jackson thing. Is he wants more guaranteed? Is there ever going to be another fully guaranteed quarterback contract in the NFL, or is this just like a one-off? Like well, the only other one it would be the Browns would, look stupid. The only other one it would be is a guy that plays quarterback in Kansas City. That would be the only guy that I think would. But have he's any not going to. That's not how it's going to work. Here. I understand. That's. I, I think there's a chance where uh, it'll be the second largest guaranteed money in NFL history, though, on whatever his restructured deal looks like. You're convinced the restructure's coming like tomorrow? I think. I think the Mahomes deal is going to get restructured this offseason if he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, and it still might happen either way. God, you just think they're already well, going to yeah, rework it? It was a 10-year deal. It, what, we knew that at the time, though, that they signed the contract. And it's because it was team-friendly, and it is. But yeah. you start looking at where the cap hits are at and still where where it stacks up. One, the cap hits going to start getting up there to where the Chiefs are probably going to want to rework it. That's why, like, the 10-year deal, they did it so they can do what so we're talking. So they can just keep working. So they yeah, can just yeah, keep yeah. No, moving right. it down the road a little bit. And remember, he has the whole rolling, what do they call it, guarantee mechanisms was the phrase mm-hmm. that nobody had ever heard. and now Still just sounds the, made up. Nobody else has put it in The, the rolling guarantee mechanisms or whatever that are in the deal. Yeah, I, I do think this offseason I would not be surprised if there's a reworking of Mahomes' deal to, to put him uh, to help the Chiefs in the short term but also put him more in line where, remember, he's going to fall – He's about to fall out of the top five as far as, and I think he might already be, uh, as far as the, the average per year uh, based off of these guys. Yeah. You know, Kyler Murray got a contract last year. Uh, Lamar, Burrow and Herbert are getting ready Lamar, to get their deals maybe. most likely this offseason. You know, so at that point in time, I, if I'm the agent for Mahomes at that point, yeah, we'll do another team-friendly deal, but let's, let's, let's rework let's this thing. Sweeten this deal I, a little bit. I would. Wouldn't you? I probably would, too. As a reminder, we do have a bunch of $10 Rally House gift cards. Yeah, come by our away, table. And we're going to give you a chance to get a $50 gift card if you come and do silly things for us. This guy was he – just, he just heard us. Just Absolutely. By. Absolutely. Go. There we go. We're happy to help. He said he's got some Chiefs gear. They're going down to Florida. They got a friend. He had to buy a Chiefs shirt. I talked to that gentleman a little bit earlier. Oh, wow. You really – I was like, how do you know all this? <laughs> you just met him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, there it is. <laughs> if you couldn't hear that, by the way, Nick, he said – he, in speaking to Gold, he's more personable. He's better at talking to people. <laughs> that hurts. That Damn. hurts to hear. We didn't hear any of that on the air. Can you have him well, say it again? Can you have him say it really loud right now, Mike? I wish, I wish we could. Well, Haven't we, we already established that I'm way more awkward than Gold in public settings? <laughs> Doesn't seem it should be that way. It feels like you would be more awkward somehow, I, based on I'm, our on-air personality. I'm great with talking to people. Yeah, but I'm saying I feel like based on our on-air personality, it'd be the other way, oh, but it's not. Yeah. I'm more loose, yeah. less worried about embarrassing yeah, you're more, myself. But, but that also people, awkward. Or <laughs> that could be perceived as you're more fake, and Gold's just That's more authentic. Not. He's just himself. No, he would all also the time. be fake in this situation because he's he's looser with people. I feel like sometimes than he is with us on the air. No, he's because less, he's yeah, more that, that would mean to be open, the, free. That would mean that he's I'm professional. The people that I'm talking to, at, you know, like that are stopping by here, they're not asking me to sing on air. They're not asking me about my dating life and stuff like that. It's a little bit different. Where are you going tomorrow? What's uh, the spot? So that's got moved around. Oh no! Yeah. So uh, now, because now we're going to the Chiefs game tomorrow. Oh, excuse me. Remember? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, no, sorry. No, no, I thought no, I thought you were no, taking it. I was like, no, 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 well, no, no, well, well, well. No, no, She's no, no, going to no. see Alex no, Gold no, no, in no, no, his no, no, no. element. Oh, you went. 
you you and I are going to the Chiefs okay. game tomorrow. Sorry, and so bad. by the time you, as you know, by the time you get out of the parking lot, especially with the weather, it might be nine o'clock already. So the dinner uh, dinner thing's not going to happen. And then she's already got plans tonight. So I think it's going to get reworked uh, for next week. Okay, work good. Yeah. pushing it back. Maybe yeah. what about a weekday date? Oh, I think well, I think that's, you know, like that's a probably, Tuesday Wednesday. That's situation. probably in line. That's probably in in what's going to happen. Yeah, but. Nick, you've been in town for a while. Uh, what what are a couple of date spots you'd suggest to Alex? Oh, Nick and I gave advice to one of our coworkers yesterday uh, that asked. Alex us doesn't need my advice. He's Why? been in town longer than me. Yeah, but you seem and um, he's dated plenty. You know what I mean? Like it's not like Alex is new and he's just getting on the dating scene. Like he's went on dates before. He's had girlfriends. Yes, but it's been a little like he's been out of the game for a few months. If Alex asks for my advice, I'll give him advice. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Nick. This feels like a weird shift. It feels like you were more than willing to pry into Alex's. No, but it's weird moment. when you are sitting next to the person who we both know, and then you're asking for advice on behalf of him. Advice well, that he you didn't guys ask live in for. In a similar part of town. He's he lived there just, longer. He, he just, grew yeah, up he there. Just, he just, yeah, but I feel like you'd be trying. I have no issue finding places. places to go to eat and, and things. To, in fact, again, Nick and I had a conversation off air with a coworker of ours asking things to do after dates, and Nick and I were both very able to help out. Is it is it a secret who this coworker is? I don't want to share that person's business. It's not somebody that's on air. If that's what you're wondering, it's it's someone with our sales staff. So okay. Yeah, that's none of my business to, to put their business out there, you know? I think it kind of is. I think that's exactly what it is. But it is Cody's business to nose into other people's business. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's, that's, that's exactly right. I like to pry. Is that so bad? Yeah, it is. is. It? it is. It's nosy. I noticed, by the way, you took off the beanie. Got a, little a, little warm, a little warm? A little warm? <laughs> a little warm? Very, it turns very, out that you're not supposed to wear fairness. those indoors. Here's the good news. If you need a warm hat for this tomorrow, is the place, man. this is the place. Rally that is house. a very warm hat. I would argue as warm as Nick's rabbit hat, even though oh. he says that's the warmest hat he's ever owned. Wow. It's like fleece-lined. It's cozy. It's soft. Not very fleece. Not fleece-lined. It's legit, man. It's like they would have made 100 years ago. No, the one, he's the one about I the one got. That no, not, not the one you got. Yours is lined with rabbit skin. Yep. Is it comfortable? Is that hat soft on the inside? Yes. It's soft on the outside. Is it yes. soft on the inside? You've, yes. you've felt it, Cody. I you didn't have, feel the inside have, of that. You have felt it. Uh, come on. You know, you, you've experienced it. you felt it. I, ne- I didn't feel the inside of his hat. It was on his head a majority of the time. Hmm. Okay. Did you wear it today? <laughs> no. Okay. I know, you know, it's weird. I feel like i got to ask Nick questions about what's going on in his normal day because he's not here. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know what he's doing back there other than eating on the show. You could he's just telling me that we should he's telling me we should go to break. That's what he's doing right now. He's telling me that okay. it's time that is the Chiefs red half hour. We are broadcasting from Rally House in Oak Park. Getting set for the Chiefs and Jags game uh, tomorrow afternoon out at Arrowhead. Come on in, get your cold weather gear, maybe pick up a beanie uh, like Cody did as well to keep uh, keep the head, keep the ears Smart. warm, face warm, all of that for tomorrow's game as well. Up next we get to what's trending and the spotlight games, the rest of the NFL divisional weekend. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.